0: You're listening to The Quoted Podcast. Don't forget to check out my blog, which will be linked in the description of this episode, and follow me on Instagram at the Quoted Podcast. Now, let's get on to today's episode. Hey there, and welcome back to The Quoted Podcast. So, everyone, for today's episode, well, to start off, this is episode 7 of season 4, which means that we're getting closer and closer to my book coming out and season 5. So please, please get excited because it is something to be excited for and it's going to be exciting. So, I don't know why I just repeated that word so many times. Basically, today's podcast episode is going to be about not having idols. And I'm going to read an LO blog post today, which if you didn't know, that's the Live Original blog. and. I'm also going to be talking about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So, that's today's subject, and I really just hope this lesson helps you to throw away all idols. Because we shouldn't have idols, um, basically, yeah. So, I couldn't really find any direct quotes to go with this. So, I found one that's... That kind of goes along with what I'm talking about. Like, I know how to make it go along with it, if that makes sense. So today's quote is, whatever you want in life, make sure that you always want God more. Because when it comes to having idols, that's putting someone before God and saying that they're greater and they're better than Him. You know, and like, worshipping someone other than God, which is not okay to do. So I thought that was a good quote for today. Okay, so I wanted to kind of get into talking about celebrities just a little bit because, um, okay, guys, hold on. I just remembered that I wanted to say this really quickly because, so I love reading books, and I've always wanted to, like, record a podcast episode just talking about books, but then I feel like not a lot of people will, like, want to listen to it because I don't I don't know if uh, very many people like to read that listen to my podcast. But next season, we're going to be talking all about my book. And I'm going to even do an episode talking about some of my favorite books. And so I'm really excited for that season because of that. But I wanted to talk about a book I'm reading right now really, really quickly. It's called The Host by Stephanie Meyer, who's the same author that wrote Twilight. And... I just wanted to say, if anyone else has read this book, I I just want you to hear this, okay? If you haven't read the book, then you probably won't understand what I'm saying, but it'll be okay. Basically, in the book, there's pretty much a love triangle. Because the main character, who is Melanie... Well, the book is about aliens, basically. Aliens who take over humans' bodies and are living on Earth. And so Melanie Strider's body was taken over by an alien that we call Wanda or Wanderer. And Wanderer actually likes Melanie and keeps her in, her in her body, like where she can talk to Melody and she doesn't cast her away, if that makes sense. And so basically Melanie leads Wanda to where her um, little brother Jamie is and then the love of her life Jeb or Jeb, that's not Jeb, that's her uncle, oh my gosh. Um, Jared is love of her life. And basically, when you read the book, you want, um, like, you like Jared and Melody, Melanie together, but then someone else comes along named Ian, And so what I'm torn between is the fact that I want Ian and Wanderer to be together and Jared and Melanie to be together. But in the book, Wanda and Melanie are one person. And so it's like a whole big love triangle that's like really hard to get through. But it's a good book. You should go read it. I just wanted to say that. (laughs) Okay, now we can get into the subject. So, you know how... Okay, so think of your favorite celebrity that you've always wanted to meet. And think about what you would do if you ever met them. Just really quickly. So, I honestly... I don't really have a favorite celebrity. I don't really think about going to meet celebrities or anything. Um... I mean, it, it, would, it would probably be cool, but also it would feel surreal, and I don't know how I would react. I would be probably be very quiet, as I am, and just be very polite, and just say, hi, nice to meet you, because one time, well, I met Mixie pixie 7, who is also, named, her name is Micah, because she, she's an age YouTuber. I met her last year at the beginning of the year. And she's not really a celebrity. But she's really kind of big on YouTube. And when I met her, it just felt weird. Because, like, I was used to watching her videos. And, like, seeing her on screen. And then seeing her in real life was, like, really strange. But I was, like, so chill. I was like, hi, it's so nice to meet you. My name is Ella. And took a picture with her. And that was that. Um, but like, I never really think about if I were to meet like Sabrina Carpenter or Olivia Rodrigo, or like Taylor Swift or Billie Eilish or who else? Louis Capaldi. Um. There's Sarah Kay's, Carrie, Joe, Lauren Daigle. I mean, I've been to a Lauren Daigle concert, but I haven't talked to her in person. Um. But, like, just think about that, okay? Just put that thought in your head. Think of a celebrity that you want want to meet. And try to think of ways that you would react. And now let's think about paparazzi. So you know paparazzi, like, when they see a celebrity, they're always trying to scout out celebrities. And when they see them, they're, like, going crazy um, trying to get them on camera. And... So, what I've been kind of thinking about is that I feel bad for celebrities when paparazzi sees them and then, like, all these fans go up to them and kind of, like, what's the word? Like, they kind of just, like, run up to her, to her, him, the celebrity, and, like, ask for autographs and stuff. And... It's just a whole thing. And celebrities even have to have bodyguards. Because the people are like running up to them. And they have the way... way, Oh my goodness. I can't talk. They want to be kept safe, obviously. So yeah, I was thinking about that. Because I'm trying to find this for you guys. And I should have looked at it earlier. But I didn't think about... And I was going to talk about the subject ooh okay, so anyway, the VMAs happened like um I forgot when they happened. it was like last week and I am subscribed on YouTube to some youtubers that post videos about olivia rodrigo and like give updates about her because they're like olivia rodrigo's fans you know like fan pages and they posted like a little video of her going to the vmas and i was gonna try to like let y'all listen to this just let you hear all of the people that are just like running up to them um running up to her or like want an autograph from her So, I'm trying to find that really quickly while I try to talk to you at the same time. Like, on this YouTube channel, they find, like, these videos. Like, Olivia Rodrigo leaving New York. Because paparazzi will take pictures while they're, like, leaving places. And they, like, literally track down their every move. And, like, make sure they always know where the celebrity's going if they can. Like, here's, if you can hear it. Olivia you're heading to the red carpet of the v so Like It's just like, so overwhelming, I feel like, to them, because there's so many people just like, come sign this, come do this, come take a picture with me. I don't know, but I feel like some of those people idolize those celebrities that they're they're seeing you know like do you ever feel like someone's your idol well today's episode is about not having idols because it's not good to have idols because god is the only god and the only one we should be worshiping and so when you're idolizing these other people that are knowing you're perfect i don't know it just it's just not okay <laughs> I love how I don't know why we shouldn't have idols, but yet I'm talking about it in a podcast episode. Which is why we have the Live Original blog, to make everything make more sense. Because sometimes I don't know what I'm talking about. But let me tell you, the Live Original blog is amazing and... It's really good. So, I'm surprised I haven't read this blog post yet, to be honest. Because it was posted on August 5th. Actually, I am surprised because I haven't read the original blog in a bit. But, it's called... Okay, one more point I need to make before I read the the blog. (coughs) If I were to ever meet, like... mm, I'm sorry... I'm a little, um, embarrassed. Okay, sorry. Um, since my room is being redone still, I'm, like, in the back of the house in the computer room is what we call it. And it's right by the garage and right by the door. And so, people keep, people in my family keep walking by as I'm recording this and I feel very awkward. So, that's why I keep getting quiet So, if I were to ever meet a celebrity, I want to try to act normal towards them and act like they're just a normal person because they are. And I feel like a lot of times we, like, when we idolize people, we make them seem like they're not just a normal person. Even if they have, like, a lot of fame, they're still not someone to idolize. Okay? Okay. And you get it. So, this blog post is by lisa whittle and it's called your feelings aren't the boss of you and it was published on august 5th 2021 so i'm gonna read it i have lived a scenario more times than i care to count someone made a comment that upset me i wouldn't say anything but inside i was triggered by it so i shut down and began to shut them out i didn't necessarily mean to to or know i was doing it it just happened my best friend and i used to even have a name for it it was when i would check people off my list We would joke about it, but the truth is it quietly hurt my heart, so I would quickly let people go. Sometimes it went a little differently. Tensions between myself and a friend would rise. I would blow up over something they did, maybe even something little, due to things having built up. Heated words were exchanged, and our friendship would sever. Later, I would think about it wishing I could turn back the clock and take my poor behavior back. It feels terrible when your feelings become the boss of you. There have been other situations of bossy emotions, too. Overwhelming fear that kept me from doing something I really wanted to do. Feelings of jealousy that prevented me from being genuinely able to cheer for someone else. Feelings of bitterness that kept me from forgiving someone. Or feelings of guilt that kept me from forgiving someone. Okay, I promise you guys, when we, when I get to the, closer to the end, it'll be talking about this subject for today. Right now, it doesn't seem like it is, but I promise it will. Over time, I got so sick of the feelings of regret that came from my emotions being in charge of me that I decided to do something about it. I knew I needed to better understand why if God had made me with my emotions, instead of making me like a robot without them, they were actually causing me problems and unnecessary pain. And since feelings were created by him, what was the best way, his way, to handle them? As I began to pray about this, the Lord showed me an important distinction. How feelings were meant to be a gouge, not a God. Okay? Now this is where we're getting into it, promise you guys. Gouges are crucial. They give us vital information we need to know. What is happening underneath the surface that we cannot see? What might be a problem we need to address? What is the limit and when we are going too far? Just think of gouges in a car. We need to know how much farther we can go on the gas we have in our tank. If our oil and water levels are good so the engine doesn't blow up. And all of the other important informational signs and signals. When I went to college, 16 hours away from home, the one thing my dad instilled in me was to always check the pressure of my tires. Otherwise, I wouldn't know if I was driving around with the tire about to go flat on the highway. Without these gadgets, and important things go unattended, and we could even be at risk. But a God, on the other hand, is a role that goes beyond mere instruction in our life. It is a role of highest placement and priority, and a position of ownership and ultimate power. We can allow things to become a God in our life to rival the real God of all true authority. He is no real rival, of course, but we can give things godlike status. These are our idols, and though we might not think of feelings as an idol, anything we put over the word of God can be. can be. And in our culture, and really all throughout the history of the world since creation, the tendency of human humanity is to turn even good things into idols, exalting them above God. It's actually nothing new. Okay guys, so as you read this, I realize that it's more about your feelings being idol, but I still think it's an important thing to read, even though it isn't exactly about Just idols in general. You see what I mean? So let's continue reading it. Then I'll talk about the other thing I wanted to talk about. Feelings have become that for our current culture. If you aren't sure you agree, just think about things you've probably observed to to assess if what I'm saying might be true. Fight over fights over the internet due to careless and even cruel passing comments by strangers and friends. The freedom to say what we want when we want without any commitment to wisdom, crushing so many of our hearts. The volatile past election season, mask wars, and the divided nature of our country. Families that are still divided because we decided to bow to our feelings and behave in whatever way they took us. And though that felt important at the time, we now just want our family back. We've been told to do exactly what we feel like doing with our bodies, and that has gotten us into messy situations and relationships that are now over and all we are left with is regret. I don't have to go through the list, and I say this with not an ounce of judgment. I have such a tender spot for us because I know what it's like to cry over past mistakes and wish it were different. I love Jesus so much because he loved me through that and loves me through my mistakes still. And he wants for both of us to simply know the truth that he is our God, not our feelings. He is in charge. Feelings aren't the boss. They are to come under his management and control, and his way will lead to a life of no regrets. I am so deeply grateful I know better about a few things now. I am so grateful he saved me from my own thoughts, opinions, and yes, my every feeling. What I can tell you for sure is that our feelings are beautiful and wildly important. God gave them to us for a reason, but he is our one and only God, and he alone will never see us wrong. So don't let the feelings be lost (laughs) of you. Okay, so looking at Daniel 3... Chapter 8 to um, 30. Fiery Furnace talks about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So I'm reading through the whole Bible right now. It's taking me forever. But I started Daniel not too long ago, probably at the beginning of this past week. And in Daniel 1, I saw that it says, Daniel... Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah are of the tribe of Judah. Then it says that they were given new names by the chief of the eunuchs. Daniel was called Belteshazzar. I don't know if I'm saying these names right. Hananiah, he called Shadrach. Mishael, he called Meshach. And Azariah, he called Abednego. Do you see what I'm trying to point out, out to you guys? That Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego... Had different names before they were named that. <laughs> it's interesting, right? Anyway, so going back to the story, I don't know. I'm sure many of you know the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. But basically, King Nebuchadnezzar, um, declared, "O King, live forever! You, O King, have made a decree that every man who hears the sound of the horn, pipe, lyre, trigon." harp, bagpipe, and every kind of music shall fall down and worship the golden image. And whoever does not fall down and worship shall be cast into a burning fiery furnace. There are certain Jews whom you have appointed over the affairs of the province of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. These men, O king, pay no attention to you. They do not serve your gods or worship the golden image that you've set up. So there's a king. Well, I'm pretty sure King Nebuchadnezzar was the king here. Oh yeah, he was. Okay. So He was a king, and the Chaldeans, who I guess were like the people, um, accused Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego of not bowing down to the golden image. Because Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were followers of God, and they didn't want to bow down to a God that they did not worship, you know? So, they risked their lives for God, which I talked about before. I wrote a whole entry about that in my book um and one thing that's really interesting about this is that it was true or yeah it is true and it actually happened and it's so weird to think that this actually happened but it did it did it did it did so that happens and nebuchadnezzar is furious and commands that Sharak, meshach and abednego are brought to the fiery furnace giving them another chance he's saying you if you do not bow down to the image i will throw you in the furnace but if you do then you will be safe you'll be fine it'll be all good and then he asks, who is the god that will deliver them out of the hands of the fire so they respond Ordered the furnace to be heated seven times more than usual. Which, guys, I'm sure that was extremely hot for them. And they went in with their cloaks and tunics and garments and hats and all of their clothes. And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell bound into the burning, fiery furnace. But... But it didn't end there, guys, because these three men put aside their lives. They risked their lives for God. They could have easily just bowed down to this golden image and made everyone happy, except for God, because God would be very angry with them. But they chose not to. They chose to trust in their Lord and Savior and trust that God was going to help them. Because they didn't want to bow down to an idol that they knew was not real. Think about the golden calf. Um, Aaron had everyone bow down to that or something around there. So, basically, Nebuchadnezzar saw four people standing in the fiery furnace alive. And the fourth person, I think it was an angel, I'm pretty sure. Or it was Jesus. It was an angel, I think. Yeah, and then Nebuchadnezzar said, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who has sent his angel and delivered his servants, who trusted in him and set aside the king's command, yielded up their bodies rather than serve and worship any god except their own god. Any people, nation, or language that speaks anything against the god of them shall be torn limb from limb. So what I really like about the end of this story is that once Nebuchadnezzar saw what happened when these three men went into the fiery furnace, he declared that anyone who goes against the real and true God will die, basically. And so yeah, that was that's a really, really good Bible story to read, and I encourage you to read it all through and just kind of maybe do your own Bible study on it and think about it more. Okay, I know this was I feel like it was more of, like, a weird episode, but, um, yeah, I didn't really talk a lot about the subject as, or as much as I wanted to, but I hope that it was still good, and I hope you can, you still got something out of it, so I'm ending off this episode with a Bible verse, So, yeah, all I want you to get out of this episode is to not have idols. It's that simple. Just trust in the one true God and worship him. Also, one thing I thought about mentioning, but I'm not going to really talk about it, is what if someone listening to this podcast does not believe in God and wonders why I... Dedicate a whole podcast to talk about him. I just want to let you know, if you don't believe in God and listen to this, I actually wrote a blog post about why I believe in what I believe in. And I might elaborate it on it more in another one or another podcast or something. Right now I'm gonna go eat supper, but I will link below the blog post I'm talking about. If you want to read it and just learn why I believe in what I believe in. Anyway, um, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I feel like it was just like not that good, <laughs> but you can be the judge of that, I guess. <laughs> um, I just hope you got the point of today's episode, and I just want to thank y'all for listening. And don't forget to check out my blog, which will be linked in the description of this episode. Go follow me on Instagram at The Quoted Podcast. I have not been posting every week recently, which is okay. I do plan on posting when my book is out on there obviously and just I will post occasionally but I'm not gonna post every week because I don't think everyone needs to be reminded every week that I have a new episode when they should already know. So anyways, without with all that being said, I will also link the blog post below that I read today. Please go check it out and check out the little original blog. I love you guys so much. I'm so thankful for you um listening to this episode if you got to the end you're amazing um have a great rest of your day and don't have idols bye